Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Boots and Backstraps podcast. Brought to you by Homes by Shane and produced by Danny Geo Productions. Come on now. Honey's on looking for backstraps. Way deep in the woods. Tracking in a swamp to a hayfield under the harvest moon. When the tags are filled, it's time to switch up our boots. Head down to the honky tonk, get us a swing dance or two. We're talking about boots and backstraps. Hey everybody, this is a show where we talk all things hunting and country music. From the classics through today. From big bucks to bull elk. We've got it all. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Boots and Backstraps. I'm your host, Shane Michael, and I am joined, as always, by my ever-so-talented and wise co-host, Tom Cat. Come on, now. How are we doing, brother? I'm doing great. Good. It's been a great day. Beautiful weather. Traveled around a little bit today. Went out to the woods of Wisconsin. Saw a black bear? Saw a black bear run right in front of our car. It was really cool. That was it's cool. It's been a great day. <laughs> From yeah. the distance, it was like, is that a dog? No, that's not a dog. Oh, yeah. That'd be a really big-ass dog. <laughs> I remember the first black bear I ever saw. I thought it was a black lab. I'm like, and then it stood up and looked at me, and I'm like, oh, that's not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Lady. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, there's a few things we should point out really quick. Yep. The first of which is, of course, our new logo on the table. Well, that's cool. And they can't see it in this particular angle, but when we get our guest in and they go to the angle that shows the table in a little bit wider um, picture, they'll see our, our brand new logo that we put on the table for boots and backstraps. Yep. It does look cool. And our cool coasters. Yep. Logo coasters. Yeah. Danny, can you give him a shout out again? Shout out to Tim Sevilla. He is into leather work and he likes us. So we love him. Yeah. Tim, can you make like, I don't know, like three or four or five more of these bad boys? Cause <laughs> we, seriously, cause we started doing these these remotes like our reunion show coming up which we'll talk yep. about oh yeah it's nice to have a few of these on hand big doings happening on the 31st tk yes Is there sir something happening on the 31st of july my goodness we may as well go right into it yeah we have a big deal going on at the hog's breath uh, yeah. where the rowdy cowboy show started a little more than 40 years ago so we're going to do a uh 40 year reunion uh we're going to have all the disc jockeys uh, on hand that worked with us, maybe some that didn't work with us. Um, and then we're going to combine that with a WeFest kickoff party. We're giving away four general admission tickets, four reserve seat tickets, and two box seat tickets. And where are the box seats? Because I keep hearing you talk about that. I know people are going to ask. Um, are they, those are the ones that are well, safe. the box seats are right in front of the stage. Oh, that's fantastic. It's a huge area, and I know that Killer Kyle could pull that up uh, there's a variety of shots of the WeFest I know that we have on file, and like we could just point them out to you, uh, but uh, box seats are box seats, man. They're right in front. And the box seat area is huge. So you can smell the uh, performer's cologne or perfume, right? Well, you could see that Lori Morgan was wearing dental floss when she was performing. <laughs> It was funny. Uh, I think we've talked about that's this. up close and personal there, and I think we have a picture of that on file too. Believe it or not, but uh, that must have been after a- I introduced her. I looked down at the crowd, and, and the first twelve rows, their mouths dropped, and I'm like, "What's going on?" I'm looking. I'm looking. So I went down there and checked it out for myself, and I'm like, "It must have been." She a- had a little 
flowery, uh, but it was a blue dress and white polka dots. There's a picture of it over there, and I'm telling you, man, she had. I probably should shut up just <laughs> because this is kind of not that classy a thing to talk about. <laughs> you got you got my attention though. <laughs> Kyle's in on this conversation. Uh, so I have to say we um, we've been uh, talking to some folks also in the podcast community and uh, just kind of doing some consultation with uh, other very successful podcasts and we got some great compliments. So a big shout out to our producer Danny with Danny Geo Productions because they who are wildly successful the first thing they said and their lengthy email with some suggestions and stuff for us was that the production specifically was fantastic good that is great so did uh, they say anything about getting rid of that old guy no they did not (laughs) no they didn't say anything about you're stuck with us yeah yeah sorry man we gotta put somebody in that chair i know (laughs) somebody with wisdom right yeah you are i i I said that right away you're the wise one (laughs) wise cracker so i have to tell you man i'm i'm super pumped about tonight's show yeah me too i'm so excited. I really didn't know because I kept getting these emails about somebody named, who was it, Killer Kyle? Lenny. Lenny. <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of was Kravitz. thinking about. Right, right, Kravitz. What's her name? And what's her name from Milwaukee? Uh, that Laverne, Sh- and Laverne and Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> what's her name? And what's her name? And finally, I realized it's. You said Milwaukee. Actually, that was enough for Kyle. <laughs> What did I say? Milwaukee. That was it. I'm just saying that was enough for him to know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Actually, I have worked with this gentleman before and uh, had a really great time working with him. And I know you've known him for many years. So this is kind of a fun reunion for me tonight because I didn't think I knew our guest until I met him and saw him. And I'm like, oh, we worked at a club together in Cambridge, Minnesota, and had a lot of fun promoting, well, the Rowdy Cowboy Show and... Wee uh, the Wee Fest, yeah. which seems to be a common thread consistently through our podcast. And that's okay. <laughs> There's a reason for that, man. Yeah. There's a reason for it. Hey. A tip to you, sir, and a tip to you, sir. Thank you. This is our guest, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I should <laughs> let you introduce him because you've known him longer than I have. Yeah, well, let's drink first because we just did a clink. Let's do, do a it. clink. <laughs> I think if you don't drink after a clink, like you get struck by lightning or something. Clink and a slurp. I don't want all yes. that. Then you stink. Yeah, right. I don't need that noise. <laughs> so our, our guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, one of my oldest friends. We've been friends for um, going on 30 years. And uh, he actually is the guy that um, taught me what it was to be a professional DJ. So I'm not going to get emotional right when we start this episode. <laughs> but I will say I see that you're tearing up there. <laughs> I, that's a little, I'm getting verklempt. <laughs> Uh, there's a big difference between the people that play DJ and the people that take it seriously as a career and understand what it is to be, to be in the business long term. Right. And I can't think of a guy that understands that better than our guest tonight. So help us welcome to Boots and Backstraps, our good friend, Mr. Kenny Flex. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm flattered. Well, you're absolutely right because, you know, I've worked with a lot of disc jockeys. You have. Over the years. All over the country, too. All over the country. And when I worked with him, it was just like he couldn't have been more welcoming uh, and fun. And we just had a great time. And uh, some guys, you know, Kenny, some of those DJs, they get this ego. It goes to their head. And it's like, yep. no, no, no. I, I, I've i trained disc jockeys. And I said, as soon as you think you're better. Right. Then the bartender or the yep. doorman or the manager, then you're out the door. Yep. People yep. see Absolutely. that. And, uh, yep. 
You know what we got to do? Because I, I just think he's a handsome man, and I don't want to sound weird, but we got to move his microphone a little bit. Kenny, <laughs> it's blocking your whole. There you My go. My vibe. There you go. There you go. Now we can oh, see Oh, yeah, you. much better, much better. Now can you flex a little bit, Plorissa? I mean, that's that's why his name is Kenny Flex. <laughs> yeah. so he wears a muscle shirt, and he flexes every opportunity. That's how he got Not his beautiful every, wife. No, no, no. Or, or no shirt. <laughs> yeah, country jam. Yeah. No shirt. Hey, speaking of country jam, forgive me, this is totally off the subject. Well, let's... You know my friend Dave uh, from Ten Point Lodge in yeah. Caledonia, Minnesota? He called me yesterday. And his daughter was asked to photograph for a local newspaper down there at the event that's going on by Eau Claire. Is that Country Jam or is that Country Fest? This Fest weekend? is Cadat, and Jam is Eau Claire. So it must be Jam that's going on this weekend. This weekend, yep. yeah. And she was totally and terribly nervous about it. And he put her on the phone, and I said, listen, she just wanted some advice. And I said, you know, if you're going with an interviewer, the onus is on him. He's just got to set everything. All you got to do is take your pictures. Mm-hmm. And if you're good at that, then don't worry. Because the country music entertainment, those people are the nicest people in the world. Right. I mean, there's not going to be a country entertainer that she's going to be nervous around because they make everybody feel welcome. Right. I said to her, 99% of the people, um, 99% of the entertainers that I've met are the, some of the nicest people I've ever met. So I'm sorry, I got a little sidetracked there, but that reminded me that I know there's a show going on this weekend, and I didn't know if it was Country Fest or Country Jam. Yeah, so Ken um, was the, the the guy, the DJ, for our sort of like sister, call it a project, but sister business. <laughs> so from Rowdy Cowboy's show spurned all these sort of like departments. Uh-huh. And you had the Black Label dance team, and you had the Buckle Bunny like promotion slash shot girl team, and then there was this electric rodeo concept yep. that we started, Ken and I and Travis and Kyle, um, and uh, and that just was like wildly successful to the point where at Jam we had our own tent, like one of the only setups that had our own gigantic tent. So you all went down there as a group. Here yep. you are. There's a. There's. Oh, yeah. Cowboy George. This is probably the only time at Jam that Ken was wearing a shirt. Cowboy George. Right? <laughs> like, I can't believe you're in this picture with a shirt on. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> this was set up, wasn't it? This, I, think, I don't think well, it we were going dark. yet. It looks dark. It might have been like the very end of the show. This, this was the last, right after the last set on the last night where we oh. do the glow party. And look how wet mm. you guys are. I was going to say, Ken, I don't know if you notice how wet Kyle's pants are. Is that... Is there a reason for that, you think? <laughs> hey, when you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> Nothing stops the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, <Timber>. Sorry. <laughs> Getting a little violent. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, yeah, so Ken was the, we always had this, like, big, elaborate um, production. Big stage, multi-tiered stage, huge sound, monstrous sound system. It was like mm. 30,000 watts or something That's stupid crazy. like that. Wow. And then just a crazy light show, and right in the middle of this thing is this muscle-bound, curly-haired Dirks Bentley lookalike on the turntables. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. The Go-Go Girls, the Travis on the mic, and uh, Danny did it one year. Oh, my God. Did she step up? It was awesome. Kyle getting people wet. Oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> and Kyle would come on, like, with a different outfit every time. Right. And, and like, 
cool hats and stuff, and people couldn't wait. I'm telling you, as soon as one of the main artists were done, it was a flood of kids running, literally running to our tent. It was cool. It's amazing. And this sounds a, like some great memories. Yeah, it's a it was. big tent. This thing is like 40 by 80, just huge tent. Wow. And they would just pack in there like, here we go. Do you got audio on that too, Danny, or no? They would just be. That was an old George Strait song right yeah, it there. Was. <laughs> it was. It was literally. Remix. S- Remix. It was the center, like the center point of the tent was probably 20 feet in the air. It was just this monster tent. Wow. And they would be packed like 8, 10 deep mm-hmm. all the way around the outside of that tent trying to get in. <clears throat> Wow, yeah, we had crazy. some great security. Yeah. All of those guys, man, they were really nice guys, but, but and they paid attention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it kept it under control. Yep. Just just under control, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, there was like this evolution over the years where you guys started getting smart. You'd have to like grease the poles and stuff because yeah. people would try to climb them. Right. <laughs> uh, wow. it, it was wild. There's a couple times when like people try to get up on stage and then have you do you know Brian Big Brian? He's just a, a different level of human being. He's like six nine and probably three twenty. And and so awesome. Soft spoken. Where would I know his him from? attitude is just from the show? From yeah, the show. so cool. The ginger giants, what we call them. Right. I think I know who you mean. <laughs> yeah, big guy like that's not hard, to, easy to forget. Yeah, so he would he would always like real respectfully just like you'd see these guys jump up on stage because they'd want to dance with the, the the dancing girls that were up there. Yeah, and he would just go over and like literally just pick them up, and then they would be like, "I'm not touching the ground anymore." <laughs> just put them down on the ground, like stay down there, son. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds like fun. It yeah. was a it, lot of fun. It was. it was pretty crazy. There's KG and the girls dancers. Kenny. There you go. There's your no shirt. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> that you might hold on. Can you go that, that oh yeah, that one right there? You might have recognized that girl. That was Dan. I might. No. She, no, it was our studio was manager. Yeah. Yeah. Jill. Yeah. There she is right there. There's Jill. She's not here tonight because she's yeah. uh she's doing some cleanup and pack up from an event that we had before this. So luckily we've got Lynn. <laughs> Lynn's here. Lynn Kitty. Yep, Lynn Kitty indeed. The one and only. So, Ken, this show, this whole episode is all about you, brother. Oh, man. Like, we are here to I'm talk flattered. about you. I'm flattered. Thank you. you I'm, I, like, you keep saying that. This is like the most humble guy I've ever met my whole life. I know. He's a wonderful man. <laughs> Humility is the most admirable quality on a human being, and I strive. I haven't quite got there yet, but I'm trying to get there. <laughs> You're, there's no question, and Kyle and Danny will back me up here. You are easily the most requested DJ in the in the Midwest in the last thirty years. Yes, without wow. question. Between the schools and the weddings and the bar mitzvahs and the nightclubs and like the bars and like just everything, this guy is everywhere. He's playing everywhere. You know, yeah, I can see why. Yeah. He knew I. I only worked with him a few times, but he knew his stuff. So I want to like get into the way back machine for a minute. All right. Let's go back to like little Kenny flex when like you were, I know you didn't, you still didn't have a shirt on, but this is before like you got huge and like what got you interested in music when you were like young? Well, we were roller skating at cheap skate. Yeah, man. Yeah. The funk. Yeah. Like funkadelic, like George Clinton and all that. Well, actually before that, I mean, it was, um, disco. Well, it was 1977. Cheapskate opened, 
Um, That's and, when I opened, too, my eyes for the first time. <laughs> Is it really? 77, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, I, mean, uh, I made like a baby and head out. <laughs> well, I, I was six, and my mom loved roller skates, so she took me up to the roller rink, and uh, there was the ladies' day, and Kevin was the manager back then, and uh, she'd skate around, and I'd play around, and yeah, that's where, that's where it started. And so, like, what... Obviously, I we all know you as like the funk master. Okay, but your music has evolved a lot over the years. But like, where did you start? Like, what kind of got you going into the? Well, as far as DJing, yeah, yeah, I was I was DJing at Cheapskate. I was doing a Tuesday night family night and uh, just trying to get my bearings. Don Stubbs was the DJ, and so I just kind of um, watched her and tried to emulate her and uh you know play the type of stuff that she, that she was into and and try to sound like and you know because that's pretty much all i knew until i did friday fridays and saturdays and that sort of thing a little different format probably then. oh yeah much different format and how old were you back then i was 16 16 when you got in yeah yeah that's awesome yep yep <laughs> it's been a fun ride yeah for sure it has yep. been yes it has so Obviously, the like the the rank is how you and I met, and how right. I met Kyle, and I would assume how you and Kyle met. Yep. So yep. it's like, yep. Ra- that, and we're talking about Coon Rapids Chiefs right. specifically, right? So it seems like a lot, and a lot of our friends, obviously, that we still have today, yeah, like all kind of that generational Coon Rapids Chiefs skate, right? And it's still there now. Yep. Great. It's awesome because is it still a roller rink? Yep. Really? Yep. Oh wow. Yep. Yeah. Ed, Ed's the manager there, and he's awesome. Go Billyowski. Billy Owski. No, go, go, go Billy Owski. How do you pronounce Ed it? Golibielski. Golibielski. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I mean, it's something European I, I just, for sure. I just keep it at Ed. <laughs> yeah, Ed. There's a ski on the end of it. It's probably Polak. Right? Yes. <laughs> You're yes. right. And he's another big individual. He's, he's awesome. Tall. He is so awesome. He's a good DJ, too. Oh, my goodness, yes. His handle was DJ Bruce Wayne. That sounds familiar. Like a Batman. Like a Batman. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. He and, uh, and recently we just did a kind of like a reunion '90s night, and that was fun. That was about three months ago. We did really well on uh, attendance. And good. Yeah, yeah. A and I met faces. a lot of the new DJs there, and that was my goal. You know, I wanted to recruit some some new guys that would come in, some new blood that you know enjoyed playing music and making money so it's so, a great way to make a living yeah it is so you're yep. recruiting for your business now right okay cool yeah because we're gonna get to that too obviously sure i mean we could spend this whole thing tom talking about twin city sound <laughs> sure you know that was uh kind of when he i mean was it twin city sound originally yeah okay. th- that's what we named it because it was you and bob and mike rorick mike rorick and then didn't jake Laferrier was in that too, wasn't he, to begin with? Uh, not technically, but he okay. always hung out with us. Okay. Yeah. And then Mike moved to California. Right. And pursued a acting career briefly. Acting. And, and then yep. he got hitched. Yep. Yep. And it's got all some, downhill from got there, Got some right, beautiful bro? kids. <laughs> he posts on Facebook. It's a lot of fun to watch his posts because he'll, he'll set up his DJ system and, and he will have cool parties. So if you I, look him up, look him up. I Mike, will. Yep. I can remember back in the day with him and Mike specifically, they were so like potato, potato, 
They're like the, the opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yin and yang? Yeah, totally yin and yang. <laughs> because Mike was this like total surfer boy, just this really like attractive man. All the girls oh, were really? feigning over him. <laughs> and I was the opposite? <laughs> but he was like all about chasing the chicks and just getting parties. And Ken was like, we have to like actually get paid and like not have our equipment get wrecked and like he was a responsible that's one true, right? and mike was the irresponsible that's true that's true because we booked gigs and we never got paid <laughs> right <laughs> i detailed one of those <laughs> yes yes uh, i think i was at a few of those and i remember a few of the conversations you guys would have outside like what do you mean they don't have any money <laughs> right you said they had money oh yeah <laughs> i think anybody in the entertainment business whatever spectrum right yeah, they know that, that happens, deal, right? Not getting paid. <laughs> you ever went step before TK? I'm trying to remember if I never got paid. <laughs> Quite frankly, I don't. I think I always did. But everyone you talk to, you know, whether it's band, especially oh. bands, you mm-hmm. know, even the big bands today, or the big groups, the artists, they remember back when they were trying to make a living and got stiffed. Yeah. Or they just tried. I, I really to don't touch have it. any stories about that, but I, I probably did. I, I have to say, in in the interest of full disclosure, because I love you guys, <laughs> I was on the stiff list with Ken. I stiffed him once. Uh-uh. You, you stiffed me? I did. How I much did you owe him? I thought I stiffed you. <laughs> Whoa. We're going into a different conversation. Wait, yeah. I was like, are we talking about right. DJing still? <laughs> wait, wait. No, you were ca- No, I was pe- catcher. No. <laughs> when the vans are rocking. When the vans are rocking. <laughs> There's no puppies in there, but you better believe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we did this. Uh, I made the mistake of letting a friend of mine, because he knew we were obviously having some success in the business, let a buddy of mine who shall remain nameless on this podcast, even though you'll remember him as we talk about this, okay. talk me into throwing a party. And we did this like in the South Metro, Burnsville, Lakeville, something like that, at okay. a VFW. We booked a ballroom. Oh, yes. Now we, I remember. We got a stage for him, and he brought all his gear down, and he was going to do this show. And my job was as it's always been to be like the the responsible one so like i get can lined up i get the stage lined up i negotiate negotiate with the venue get a drink special get wristbands get security lined up people to do that like i get all the stuff right this buddy of mine who shall remain nameless mfr that's what we'll call him mfr he was the one that was supposed to go out and hand out flyers and handle all the promotion so we would have bodies there and Drop the ball. He yep. didn't do that. <laughs> so literally. Sam Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, Sam Jackson, like the entire Pulp Fiction movie. <laughs> yeah. So we get to this gig and Ken gets all set up and we're pumped because we got this huge ballroom and there's going to be a bunch of people. and It's going to be a great party. And like I'm sitting there going, OK, through my head, da, 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 I got all the, you know, dots t- dotted and all the T's crossed and all that, whatever. <laughs> mm hmm. And then, like, it's crickets, right? Oh, no. Yeah. Ken's just sitting Brutal. up there like, uh, so where's all the people, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah. And I'm looking at my buddy. I'm like, where's all the people? Sam, where are all the people? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he panicked, and he got in his Camaro, and he sped off with a, a bunch of flyers, and he was going to run up to Burnsville Center or whatever and try to hand out flyers to get people in in oh, a panic. after the fact? Right. Like, we're already playing. 
Yeah. Yeah. So literally, we had three people in that party, Ooh. and those people walked over from the main area of the VFW where their bar is to our ball, and we're like, oh, what's going on in here? And they paid cover, and they stayed like two songs, and they asked for a refund. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's not, it's not always roses. No. So I'd had that conversation <laughs> with them where I was like, I, I don't know what to say, bro. Like. <laughs> I know I said I was going to pay you X. And... So we would label Sam as a promoter. Yeah. His yeah. job was to promote. Yep. That... Well, all the, most of the great horror stories in the entertainment world yeah. are about promoters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Randy Levy. Right. Yeah, so he was supposed to handle that. Like yeah. Ken's like, I'll come down, I'll play the music, I'll just, you know, I don't remember, he gave me a deal. Like half his normal rate or something. Uh huh. <laughs> he never got anything. <laughs> it was like a high five. That's like, all right. Love we- you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the time we were uh, um, loading speakers into a into a trailer? Oh yes. So yes. so it kind of got you back on. <laughs> no doubt. That's a that's a great story which we're going to get to. So before we go there though, because that has okay. to come up in this episode. Okay. Kyle made me promise that this would come up. Just <laughs> you know, Kyle's obsessed with this. <laughs> It was horrific. How did you get... <laughs> and hilarious. You're you telling were... me. Do you still have a scar? You were, like, surprisingly calm, given the situation, though, Ken. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, anyway, how did you get from where, obviously, you're a fan of music, and you're at the rink, and you're, you know, DJing a few nights there, that kind of thing? How did you make the decision to say, all right, I'm going to, like, make this a business. I'm going to start doing my own gigs and go mobile. Well, I mean, I, I worked for uh, Special Sound Sounds Great out of St. Paul, and I did a lot of gigs for them. Mike and Jim Edberg, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Remember yeah, those remember guys? Them, yeah. Yep. And, yep. Uh, yeah, I was like, it was a couple of years, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know, I'm getting a fourth of, of I, I can invest and just do it myself. And mm-hmm. It's a natural progression. Right. Yeah. Right. So... You, you should know. have seen his original setup. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it was like humongous, giant. huge, so heavy. <laughs> tough <laughs> trucking that stuff around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, huge speakers, huge amp rack, yeah. huge coffin with Technique 1200s and oh mixer my. and all that stuff. Right? <laughs> Just, oh my goodness. Everything was huge. That's, that's and, how I got and, and a van with shade carpeting. Van yes, with shade. It was. So you're trying to push it in, and it wouldn't go anywhere. The burb was the first thing, though. He had like a, well, I don't even remember, what year was Shit. that burb? 85. 85 burb, and it was like an XL. And it barely, you could barely get the doors closed in the back. Right. It was so full. Like Ken was like the only one that knew the secret, the secret code of how the shit had to go in there so you could close the doors. Yep. So Kyle and I would try to load it, or, or Bob would try to load it, or whoever was trying to load it, and you couldn't get the doors closed. And Ken's like, "Oh, you got to put this like this and this like this, and see how close it is now." It's like, come on, man. It, it was yep. the Tetris truck. It, it was. was. And what kind of vehicle was it? Eighty-five Chevy Suburban. Oh. <laughs> I got you. And, and I got it from Jim and Mike Edberg. You're kidding. <laughs> no. I bought it from them. It was like uh, cream and orange or something like that, right? It was a reddish. Cream with, with cream. Yeah. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I remember that thing. Uh, I remember. And, and if, if three of us were doing the show with you, if it was the three of us, you two would sit in the front, and then I would lay on top of the speakers. <laughs> Poor Kyle. He would have no choice. <laughs> Kyle was like... You know, he's like six foot, and he was literally like a buck 40 back then. Right. Just a string bean. 
You like put him in a in a, a speaker stand bag. <laughs> put him in there. <laughs> oh um, man! Again, great memories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to take. You know, if you don't have those shitty times, you know, like the one gig you were just talking about, you don't know how to measure the great right. times. You know, right? All and you know, you talk to these any entertainer, they they'll they love the bad times and the good times when they're first starting out. And they always say the same thing. I wouldn't trade those times for anything. Yep. Yeah. So true. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So you're, you've worked for Mike and Jim for a couple of years and you decide, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing. Yep. So how does this conversation go? Like, how did it end up being a thing? You're like, okay, it's going to be Mike and I, and then how's your brother get involved? Like, I'm curious about all this. I've never even heard this. Well, it was, uh, yeah, we were all at the roller rink. Working in some capacity, Bob did security. You got your Mountain Dew and your pizza, and you're like, hey. Right, right. (laughs) And I'm doing this mobile thing, and I'm like, and Mike, he was, Mike's really good. He is an awesome DJ. Yeah. So I was like, man, this is a no-brainer. We have to do this. And um, then we all chipped in the same amount, and uh, we bought equipment and went for it. Where did you get your first set of gear? Uh, Actually, it was Hutner. Tim Hutner in Champlin. He uh, actually does a lot of cars, but uh, he also does speakers and and um, all kinds of technology stuff. You should have seen these speakers, TK. They were incredible. And they were like that file cabinet uh-huh. with a head behind the speaker. They were so big. <laughs> yeah. Huge cabinets. And just, yeah, so heavy. I mean, it was deadlifting 400 <laughs> every single time. And like every damn show we do would be like, oh, we want it upstairs. Like, <laughs> by the way, you're up there. Like, for okay. real? We built a special deck for you. We hope it'll hold. Like, <laughs> Come on, really? Right. I mean, how many oh. times have you done gigs where you show up and it's like they built a stage and you're like, ooh, I don't know. Dicey. Right. Which one of you is an engineer? Oh, not him? All right. I'm going to put this shit on the ground. (laughs) Yes. We want to live. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of like country jam. I mean, that that powerful of a a system. I mean, that thing was beast at country jam. Year one. We had a... um, How did you power that thing? It was amps. A couple of... of How did you get the power to the amps? We plugged it in. We used lots of outlets. They ran. They ran outlets out there for you. They yeah. ran a two twenty yeah. line from oh, wow. their main power box over to the tent. Oh, you didn't and have they, to use generators or anything. No, no. And oh, then we straight. we built a board that we could plug all the gear into, and they oh. just had to plug into our board. Yeah. One super hot day though, it all popped. Oh yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say, and that was one of that. the one of the best parties. It was because they were like. Yeah, we broke it. <laughs> They're like in the middle of a set, and he's, he's on fire up there on the turntables, and the whole tent is jumping and going crazy, and the whole thing just out. <laughs> so, like, we're Those scrambling. Kids. We grab, I, I, I think, I can't remember who it was. Somebody went um, and grabbed one of the, like, just random jam people that had a radio. They're like, hey, our power's out. Like, I think, and you should have seen the look on the guy's face. He was like, uh, uh, the party tent uh, they don't have power uh. and then they like grab this electrician and like he comes running and he's got his belt on he's trying to figure out like what the problem well, that's pretty is pretty dang nice of him meanwhile pretty the house. kids are crowd surfing just going crazy <laughs> with, with the beach balls i'm like listen i'm not even playing anything right now they didn't care they didn't care 
They were just like, there to yes, party. we broke it. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy like runs back to the main board, tries to figure out what's going on, comes back to the tent, back to the main board, back to the tent, finally figures it out or whatever, gets it all rehooked again, and then fires it up. And then, of course, then the crowd went crazy because yep, yep. it's back on. and Light it up. Yeah, Fun. music was going. <laughs> but that was wild. There we go. go. There we go. Whoop, whoop. Oh, you got some extra pictures. Yeah, you didn't know we had that? Yeah, doing the research. Yeah, man. Jeez. <laughs> All right, so yeah, anyway, so uh, Twin City Sound, how did you, it was like you and Mike and Bob were all at the table having a conversation about it? Because you, I know for sure, I mean, Mike kind of skated a little, but you and Bob were the ones that like, were like the moonwalk kings. Well, I mean, Mike, yeah. I mean, we just spent more time there. Right. So we had a lot of time to practice more. <laughs> yeah, and then it, and we love skating, so yeah. So did you start like who came up with the idea for Twin City Sound? Like, how did it turn into a business? Oh, it, I was the catalyst, <laughs> and I and I'm like, hey, we got to do this. You're good. You're good. Let's do this, and um, and I just knew which way we needed to do it. So I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna push this, and we're gonna we're gonna put out flyers, and we're gonna call schools, and and we're gonna promote and mike so was awesome bob you know was awesome paid. and mike's like let's do field parties yeah <laughs> My, yeah mike did do that so that is true but uh he's uh, he was also he he got us a lot of gigs with uh, uh dan bussy back then raging cajun and yeah yeah and jake i mentioned jake jake Leferrier, yep well he was a neighbor he lived uh, one block away so and you guys are- i grew up with jake as I say, you guys used to work out together, didn't you? Because he was lifting a lot back then too. He did, he did back then. Yep. Before he became a firefighter and did that career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean to sell Mike short because Mike is like super, super connected. Yeah, everybody loves. And he was Mike. talented. I mean, he, very talented guy. Yeah, yeah, amazing DJ. I, I remember because back then, when I was a teenager, I was going through kind of a rock slash metal phase. Which yep. you remember. Black Lightning. Black Lightning, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Tom, but for almost five years, I was a professional inline skater. No, I didn't know that. Take take the ramps and... Yeah, we were sponsored by Rollerblade, the company. I know who started Rollerblade. You do. Scotty. Oh, Scotty. Scotty <laughs> out of Highland Park. You got it. Scott. He'll get there. Sandsby. <laughs> ah, see? He'll get there. You just got to wait. Man, it's glad, I'm glad that my... I mean, I haven't That's thought impressive. Of, I th- haven't thought of... Scott Sandsby used to be a drummer. <laughs> and he used to play with Cat uh, Stevens. Wow. And he started that roll of it, and he was tooling around Lake Calhoun and yep. made a business out of it. And, a very successful business. <laughs> oh, man. Ultra. I mean, pretty much anyone that owns inline skates... <laughs> And their time has called them rollerblades, right? Even yeah. though they're inline skates, right? 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, we, that was his brand name. It's like Kleenex. <laughs> yes, right. in Minnetonka, yeah. right? Kleenex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was a sharp guy. I mean, we. Uh, it's kind of a weird story, but uh, in high school there was a group called the Yeomen. Okay. And it goes way back many many years in Highland Park and St. Paul Central. Mm. I thought you were going to say Dem Yopers. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Damn Yopers. Dem Yopers. Dem Yopers. They do that song 30 Point Buck. <laughs> it's the Yopers. The Yopers. It's oh. the Yopers. All right. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> now you got to sing it. 
<laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I've heard it a hundred times, but yeah. I don't know. Oh I mean, I'm God. not. I'm not fifty plus. Sorry, guys. Ooh. <laughs> well. Anyway. We take it with grace, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> See, he said timing uh, yep, is everything. That's right. That was impeccable timing, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Scott. What a boring episode this yeah, okay. is. <laughs> I'm glad we could mention your name. Rollerblades. Yeoman. So, Island Park, St. Paul Central. A few select guys got to be yeoman. A club. Whatever. Well, so he, Rollerblade, you know, when they were gaining a lot of popularity in this market. They were doing the roller dome at the Metrodome. Oh, yes. And what they did is they held a, you know, there was a bunch of guys I was skating with back then, and they held a, like, tryout for their ramp exhibition team. Uh-huh. And me and a bunch of the guys, like Wes and Tim and those guys, all went and tried out. And of, like, the 10 of us that went that knew each other, Tim and Wes and I are th- two friends of mine, um, were the only ones that made the team. And so we just kind of got closer than the other guys. And we had a, our own team that was called Black Lightning that we skated with through Anoka, Coon Rapids, and over all that stuff through our late 20s. And so to make this, this story much shorter, <laughs> what ended all that for me and Tim and Wes and all those guys is we're all hanging out in like the late 90s. 96, 97, something like that, right around there. Okay. It was the first year of the X Games. Oh, okay. And we're all like 18, 19, 20, 21, like kind of in that age bracket. And we're watching X Games in California. And there's these 12 year olds doing everything we can do, plus a whole lot more. Yeah. And we're sure. Like, ah, we're done. <laughs> that was a good run. <laughs> it, it was fun. Promo lasted. <laughs> when I was a kid, you know, what the kids are doing now and what they've been doing for years, when I was a kid and had a bicycle. We had an alley behind our house that was down here that went to Lexington, and I put a board, like a two-by-six board, and just put it up in the bushes and rode my bike up the board and just crashed in the bushes, and that was my uh, <laughs> extreme <laughs> biking. Yep. Yes, that was, there was none of that when I was a kid. I guess I made my own. But do we have any pictures of you uh, inline skating? So I was just going to say, I don't think we have any on this computer, but I will pull some up because my wife just found them, not semi-recently, like probably a year ago, but there's we oh, saw photos cool. of, me, of me jumping over cars and stuff. In my, oh, yeah? My that inlines. is neat. Oh, yeah. He uh, had hair like me. I did. <laughs> long hair, huh? <laughs> well, I had a long mullet. A long uh, mullet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was definitely party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is wearing a mullet right now? I just saw someone on television. Just got a monster mullet. What is some it? entertainer, some athlete? I don't know mm. what it was. There's that a, a young cat or or an old guy. Morgan Wallen has a crazy. Yes, model. He's got I a crazy saw model. that. Pull too. him up, Kyle. Pull him up. Look at look yeah, it up you, on the internet. Yep, hit the Google. <laughs> we'll we'll find a Morgan Wallen picture. He's got a he's got a very impressive mullet. <laughs> hmm. That whiskey looks good over there. Well, I might shoot. have to get uh, loaded up, Lenny, to uh, pour me one. Well, me. As long as you're going, I'll go. I'll do it too. There we go. Yeah, we're not going to wait for the break. No, we don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to. I mean, if you guys are going to have some, I'll have some more. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't do this at home. <laughs> no, do this at home. Please. Right. Thank. Thank, yeah. you. thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Lynn. Oh, here we go. go. 
that who you're thinking of, Tom? No. Okay. Yeah, he's got a real impressive right. Mullet. But he's got a little hair that comes over the ears. A little ears. bit. Of, yeah. If it were, yeah, just another inch back, it would be uh, very <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray made it famous. That's right. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, so you guys are um, doing the mobile thing, and Twin City Sound is born. Yeah. Where did you come up with the name Twin City Sound? That was mainly me. I was because it was. Sounds great, special sounds. It was it all had sound in it, and I and then the Quad City DJs. Yes. So I'm like, okay, Tootsie Roll, right? Uh, the train. Oh, the train, right? Come and ride it. Quad City, as in Dubuque, Iowa. I'd have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> all I knew was that they they had the train song, and I was like, okay, all right. That's the only Quad City that I Quad think City of. D, and then Twin City. So I'm like. Well, let's just put sound on there because everyone else does back in 1992. Yep. So, Twin City Sound. Yeah, man. The and best mix in town. The best mix in town, indeed. <laughs> and now, so now next year's 30 years yeah. of Twin City Sound. Yeah. That's impressive. I know it. Yeah, it's been a great run. Well, you think about all the DJ companies that have come and gone over oh the years. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Lots. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned a couple of them in this episode yep. with like sounds yep. great thank you so and much. sounds great had like a crazy amount of market share when they were oh, yeah. around i mean how many systems did they have like 10 or 12 or something uh, more like 16 it's crazy and yeah their yellow page budget back then could be because that's all you could pretty much advertise on unless you're doing billboards on the side of a road I mean, it was this the yellow pages. Pre-interweb. Yeah. Right. Pre-internet. So, yeah. No one's shipping nothing at that time, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many times that has come up in recent conversations. I'll ship that over to you. He's talking about texting. <laughs> okay. He called it shipped one He day. called it shipping. So we were all like, said, no, just, ship, that just over ship it over. <laughs> ship it. Ship it to me. <laughs> ship it to Tom. I thought it was funny. They thought I, it was old. That's hilarious. <laughs> right. <laughs> now we can't let it go. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. So the, I worked for them via Ken for a, a brief stint, and you would pull into their facility in St. Paul in the warehouse district there off of uh, Crete and Vandalia. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you'd go in there, and they would just have Get these. trailer. Yeah, trailers with all the gear and your microphone and all your music and everything, right? It's all just ready to go. You just hook up and you leave with with your clipboard. Ricky St. John had a pretty good operation. He had had about a dozen systems, I think. He's still doing it. I I work for him, and he set up and tore down for me. He's like, just bring your computer. I'm like, I will work for you anytime. Yeah. Right? Wow. I got to step my game up, Danny. (laughs) Jeez, that's what I got to do to get you to work for me? If you set up and then tear down for me, I'll I'll come and be pretty and entertaining. (laughs) Yeah, he and I did a few games All right, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, Rick, you and Rick did? Oh, yeah. Mobile events? We did one that was really fun. Uh, You know, all the gopher hockey players used to hang out at the Hogs Breath every Monday night religiously. Okay. From, like, the late 70s all the way up through... 2006 when they won back-to-back national i mean all of them wow it was their that's a run one year one of the guys up there his dad owns the resort on lake of the woods i can't think of the name of it give him a minute not river's edge (laughs) yeah give me a minute it'll come it always does (laughs) and uh so there was like there was like a hundred old and young hockey players some of the pros were up there and 
Ricky and I did a deal up there, man, and it just like a party. Oh, it was a huge party. Um, like I'll think of the names, but the the man that owns the resort on Lake of the Woods, it's not Riverside. It's, it starts with a B. Um, his daughter married one of the hockey players, uh, Anthony. Anyway, he works for him now. Isn't this great how I just throw out these broken conversations? I can't like, remember names, places, <laughs> resorts. I'm, a lily, I'm doing the lily pad right now. Uh, okay, that right. One, <laughs> Eventually we might. But anyway, there. we had a great time. All the hockey players were raising hell, and we're doing the, the bullshit toast. And uh, just, just the mom wanted us to shut it down, and we just kept going until like 4 in the morning. Mm, and, nice. So you know, I assume Rick was playing music in your MC, right? Well, he brought his one of his systems up there, and we just kind of trade off. He would play, uh, you know, dance music, a lot of the popular stuff, and I'd jump in and play some of the rowdy cowboy, cowboy stuff. Because obviously they knew it from the show. Oh, God, yeah. Right. So it was, it was fun. We did a few. We had mutual friends that got married, and we uh, did some shows together. It's a, it's a fun cool. deal. You know Northern Lights, don't you? Of, oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everyone knows them. Yeah. yeah, they'll. I mean, yeah. they're still doing gigs now. So. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually just talking to him because of our reunion show that yeah. we have coming up. I'm sure he'll be there. Yeah, and Ken, you're coming, right? Well, now... <laughs> well, now it, it sounds like we're about to get a backpedal here, ladies and gentlemen. It Now, at first you told me it was at the well. No. Yeah, you did. No. Yes, you did. No. Yes, you did. The well. Look, Father yes. Time, you better check your uh, hearing aid uh, there. Uh, uh, <laughs> I will show you the the uh, text. You might have to, because it's always we would never do anywhere other than the hog spread. That's where the show started. I'm telling you, man. Were you thrown out of the hog spread once? So wait, wait. Afraid to go back? No, no, it's <laughs> not true. What we talked about is it's a Saturday night, and so you don't have to tear down your gear from Friday night. Right, you're just gonna leave it set up. Yes, and the podcast starts at seven. So if you're our first guest that night at say seven fifteen till seven twenty. Then I could make it. How long does your old ass need to get to Anoka by 9 (laughs) o'clock? Right. Yeah, half hour. I mean, you could take your Lark scooter and get there by 9. Oh, my. (laughs) We'll see. With your little little grabber thing to get get stuff off the shelf. (laughs) I can't even. Sorry. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. What have we got here? (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, that's black black lightning. That's, that's yeah, that's the black lightning. That's our that was our when we first started skating together. We formed a team, and so on the far left you get Heather. What her name was Jacus at that point. Now it's Heather Horn, and then that's me. You can see my mullet kind of sticking out. That's there. you. Yeah. Or so you do have a picture of you. Yeah. yeah. They must have found it somewhere. And then uh, my buddy Jason Carlson, who I haven't seen Internet. since high school, and then Tim Hathaway is next to Jason. He now goes by Sarge. And he's a regular at the Rowdy Cowboy Show. And you got Wes Manny next to him, and he's also a regular at Rowdy Cowboy Show. And you got Chad Doble next to him, and uh, just reconnected with him in the last couple of years. So good to kind of connect with him. Doug Rasmussen next to Chad. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm connected with him on Facebook. We haven't seen each other for a few years. And then it's my sister on the far right, Jamie. Hmm. She was a haul, and now she's a Mellis Moen. Or as I like to say, pissing Moen. <laughs> So anyway, that was uh, that was our first like group for that team. Okay. And then over the course of four or five years, you know, we some people came and left, and there we are skating together. 
Um, some people came and went, and uh, we did a lot of performances together, you know, for town fairs and carnivals. You mean like choreographed and, performances? Well, we'd bring the ramps out. They'd oh. pay us money, which I would arrange, obviously. Like, I set it up like a business. You know, I learned from the best. Set it up like a business. And then we would go out to these festivals. They'd block a parking lot for us at the bank or the VFW or whatever. And then people would bring all their lawn chairs out, sit and watch, and we would just do tricks off of ramps for an hour. Cool. <laughs> it was super fun. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> How much did they pay you? Back. This is like back in the early 90s, so not much, you know, a few right. hundred bucks. Cool. And we would just use it to buy Taco Bell and <laughs> right. Mountain Dew. <laughs> yes. Doritos. So this is the Sun 75. It was a 75-mile rollerblade tour from uh, Hinkley to Duluth. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're coming from Duluth down to Hinkley. Cause... Nope, the other way around. Really? You'd skate north. And it would be over two days. You'd skate from Hinkley to Moose Lake, and you'd camp in Moose Lake overnight. But isn't that kind of uphill going that way? Seriously. I, I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Because I know from St. Right? Paul to Winona... Following the river, it's all downhill. Because I have a cousin or a sister-in-law that bikes from Winona to St. Paul, and it's all uphill, obviously. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I wonder if it's the same way up there. Well, yeah, so we, we, the, well, what we did is because it would start on a Saturday morning, and you'd skate half of it Saturday and the other half on Sunday, and then they would transport you via bus back to Hankley so you could get your vehicle and go home. Okay. Um, and what we did is we'd always go up Thursday and then we'd camp Thursday night and Friday night there where it was going to start mm-hmm. and just whoop it up. Right. Yeah. You know, have a yeah, good time. Absolutely. And, uh, <clears throat> and so we've got some great stories from, from that stuff, but, and then you'd get up first thing in the morning on Saturday, pack up your tent and all that stuff, throw it in your vehicle. And then you'd strap your skates on and you'd get ready and. I mean, like a marathon. People would just pack in <laughs> right. at the start line, and they'd say go, and then you'd go. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Fun. It was a lot of fun. Good exercise. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not there, bro. My cardio's not there, man. And then, and then we learned how to moonwalk from Ken. And then we learned how to moonwalk from Ken, and oh. life got slower and cooler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> life got a little berry white. <laughs> There you go. He had, back in the cheapskate days, TK, he had these iconic, and I'm I'm not overselling by using the word iconic, these iconic suede black leather quad skates. (laughs) You still got them, don't you? Oh, absolutely. And in in fact, I took him to Vegas um, on a uh, trip. Family trip. Did you and, skate uh, all the way there? And uh, <laughs> no, we didn't. I didn't skate all the way there. But once we, once I got there, uh, the regulars were like, you know, uh, the uh, the adult night is on Sunday night. You should come on out. They they just saw the skates and they're like, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah, the suede and the sims. Yep. And, yep. Oh yeah, they know. <laughs> yeah, they saw your stuff. Those, like, those aren't jelly rolls. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Hey, I rock jelly rolls. <laughs> and he rocked them well. He did. <laughs> Dropping in the splits all the time. Right. Girls were like, oh, ah, killer Kyle. Like, yeah, get over it. <laughs> it was fun. Ken taught me that move, too. <laughs> no doubt about it, man. <laughs> Lynn is taunting them in the control room. I love it. She's a dancer. <laughs> oh, so... 
It reminds me of uh, Steve Harvey's uh, Family Feud. No, nope. no, nope. she's not a. <laughs> He's asking. Well, the question was, "What's your favorite dan- dance move?" And this black girl was the girl up, and she, "That be sliding down the pole, Steve." <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, that counts. That yeah. Counts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we go to break, because we're going to have to get to break before too long here, I haven't seen my producer flag me, but I got to assume that we're getting into that ballpark. Um, I do want to hit that story, Ken, about the show that we did with the exploding thumb. Okay, because I think it's important. Do you and, have a mark? Um, but did it leave a mark? Yeah. So if you look, here's at, a mark. It's not that kind of mark. Okay. So you look at that nail, and then look oh, at yeah. this nail. Oh yeah, there's a mark. Yeah, this nail's jacked. So we're doing this gig. Uh, Ken, why don't you tell the story, man? Kyle may have to jump in. All right. I can help, too. So, yeah, we're loading equipment. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm already cringing. Into a trailer. No, we're out of a trailer. We're unloading. There was two. What? There were... I thought this was after the gig. Nope. This is we had no because we had to take it. We had to take Shane to the like... hospital. Oh, that's so, right. So you had two weddings that day. One you were doing, and one that Shane and I was going to do. So you came with us to unload the first show, and we were in a hurry because yeah, you we need were. to make your show. Yep. And Shane was backing out, carrying a speaker, and you were on the other side pushing the speaker out. Oh my and he god! Clipped his Huge thumb. speakers. Yeah, massive. When it comes his... to moving. Major equipment. I'm just cringing. Right. I got fingers, my hands, fingers and thumbs. Mm-hmm. And I got my hands like this on the bottom of the speaker, right? And on the back of the trailer, on the outside edges, are these big metal L brackets. So, can and I'm pushing from the inside. Big muscle bound fool over here, <laughs> DJ Gorilla. He's pushing this giant speaker, and I'm just walking back, not paying attention, and, and like literally explosion. Ugh. Right away, I grab my thumb, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Ken, Ken, you were so young. We were both so young. Yeah, but Ken's like, you, go to the bathroom. Put some water on it. I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> go to the bathroom, and I'm like, holding it under the faucet. When I pull it out of the faucet, like it's just gushing blood. So I put it back on the faucet. <laughs> it didn't look so bad under the faucet. No. <laughs> so, so Ken comes walking, and back then, you know, to take away some of your cool cred, because you got plenty of Captain Cool Cred, <laughs> he always wore a damn fanny pack. Was true. Like, I'm like, come on, man. Really? The fanny pack? It was, Leather. It was 94? <laughs> Band-Aids. <laughs> He comes walking in this bathroom with this fanny pack, and he's, he's pulling Band-Aids out of the fanny pack, and he goes, I got you, man. He's holding these Band-Aids up. And I was like, I pull my thumb out of the water, and it's like, squirt, squirt. And he's squirt. like, yeah, this ain't going to work. <laughs> I ended up walking like four blocks holding my thumb, and they're walking me like, come on, we'll go to the to hospital. To the hospital. Walked. Walked. <laughs> and they stitched me up and then put this like – Giant ball of cotton on the end of my thumb. It was like a Q-tip. Yeah, Mickey Mouse's thumb. <laughs> Thumbs so, up. Yeah. Uh huh. So the whole damn show, Kyle's on the mic, just going after me about my damn thumb. <laughs> Shane, how we how we doing? Give me a thumbs up. There we go. What a dick. It was, it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> so, like the whole, cause I can't, I got to hold it above my heart because if I let it go down, then it's like got a heartbeat just pounding in my hand. Hey, Fonzie. 
Yeah, it was, it was terrible. <laughs> How's the show going? Oh, it was brutal. He was he was lighting me up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> terrible. Oh, all right. Well, let's do this. Let's uh, let's take a break because we do gotta, okay. you know, get the sponsors in here and uh, keep the lights on that whole thing. Yep. Uh, but when we come back, we got a lot of other stuff to talk about in the way of festivals and concerts and more about Twin City Sound and the evolution of Twin City Sound because it started as field party and the occasional <laughs> school and then now it's like this entity um, with all these different f- fingers and i'm super excited about it for you bro thank you so folks when we come back from the break we will get more with uh, our guest kenny flex so stick around and we'll see you in just a minute Unparalleled customer service experience. That level of service is the foundation. Folks, welcome back from the break to Boots and Backstraps. We're still in studio with uh, my guy, TK. How you Come doing, on sir? now. And, of course, Kenny Flex. Let's get right over to Ken. There he is. Yes, yes, indeed. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. So I assume we all emptied our bladders and refilled our glasses? Yep. That's what we do on the break. Let's get a clink and drink here, gentlemen. Sounds good. Giddy up. Virtual. Whiskey. Kenny, can we reach? <laughs> yes. Yes, we can. All right. <laughs> you are a fun guest. I'm, I'm glad Thank you're you. here tonight. Thank you very much. So we were talking, Ken, before the break about some of the, like the funny interactions and, and things that have happened with shows right? over the years. Oh, my goodness. Can you think of any others that you'd like to get in the mix? I know Kyle and I have some on reserve, but. <laughs> let's, start with, let's start with Kyle's. I want to hear Kyle's. Kyle's always got good ones. Good. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'll start this one with a question, then you guys can just take the story from there. Ken, have you ever taken a CD out of a CD player while it's playing at B.C.? Which is Brooklyn Center. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> I think you were on the dance floor at the time. Might have been. Was that a, was that a percolator incident? Uh, I think it was It was the electric slide. The electric oh, slide. Oh, that's right. I, I was a dick to you. I'm I sorry. <laughs> it made me the man I am today, Ken. <laughs> thick skin, right? Give me my thick skin. <laughs> Gotta be thick skin to be God, friends with I some of the people dick. I'm friends with. Oh, my God. That was easy prey, though. <laughs> yeah. True. I mean, I did take it like a champ. You got to give me that. Yes. So what happened was, Ken, what Ken, happened was, Ken's playing, <laughs> Ken is playing the electric slide. Shane's out on the dance floor with all the kids from the high school, leading the electric slide. Yeah, yeah. Ken accidentally takes the CD out of the CD player, so the song stops completely. Accidentally, yeah. uh-huh. and then everybody's like, "Ooh." Ken, <laughs> and why do they look at the guy with the microphone? I'm like, I'm nowhere right? near the mixer. Ken, without without missing a beat, Ken gets on the mic and says, "Hey, sorry, I had to stop. Shane was off beat. I remember that. I remember that vividly. Shane was red, off beat. just red. The the cracker, skinny cracker kid was way off beat. I'm like, darn it. But 
now that we got him on, so we can we can now continue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like a this oh. like whole gym full of like middle school kids, and they're all like, oh, I'm like, eh. <laughs> what? I what? I don't know. It's hilarious. Yep, that's funny. I went sure. right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I did. I'm yeah. gonna talk like a redneck. I better start wearing more redneck clothing, like you. <laughs> Me? Put, put some okay. Cam- <laughs> I have sleeves You're on wearing here. Wearing that same shirt every episode we've had. More camo. No, I have another one that I've been rotating. And the last episode that we did with Jeff, I had a T-shirt on. It's like uh, more cowbell. It's good of you to notice, yeah. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> we want more camo. Christopher Walken. <laughs> more cowbell. One I of the greatest. Christopher Walkens. <laughs> one of the greatest skits ever. I know. <laughs> Will Farrell was one on the cowbell, right? Yeah. yeah. That dude's hilarious. <laughs> right. <laughs> one of my favorite I mean if Will Farrell's done a lot of really funny stuff, I mean you can laugh literally the entire movie of um what's the the Ricky Bobby thing? Talladega Nights. Thank yep. you, Talladega Nights. Yep. Yeah. Like yep. you can just laugh that entire movie. It's just that funny. But that's not my funniest moment. What's well, the Christmas movie? I love the Christmas Elf. movie. Yeah. He has that scene where he slams (laughs) that two liter (laughs) and then he rips this like 30 second belch (laughs) and then looks at that 10 year old and he's like, did you hear that? The kid's sitting right next to him like, are we in the room together? (laughs) Just that right there, that scene made made my night. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Uh, I mean, that's right up there with the Jim Carrey walks off the elevator and he's like, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Everyone's on the elevator like, oh. <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah. Wind's going to be Googling all night long now. <laughs> Uh, you know, honestly, I know we I know Let's we don't do get parodies on movies for the rest of the night. Right? <laughs> I know we don't get political in this podcast, TK. But yeah, we don't. There's a line in that movie that I think applies directly to how everyone should live their life in society in 2021. All right. It's when he grabs that phone and he's like, quit breaking the law, asshole. <laughs> like, right. Hello. <laughs> yes. I'll agree with that. Yeah. And we've. Everyone behave themselves. We'll be fine. <laughs> Lynn and I took a road trip. We went down to uh, Caledonia, Houston, actually. And this we had is Minnesota, a quail by the way, apparently. Quail Forever meeting down there. And, you know, I got to ask you, I'm sorry I'm getting a little sidetracked, but Kenny, you've been down to the Winona. You've been in southeastern Minnesota ever? I, I have been there, yes. but It's a whole different world. There's most of the people living in beautiful. Minnesota have never even seen that part of the Minnesota. Yeah, it, which is like the foothills of the mountains or mm-hmm. the Black Hills. Mm-hmm. Or, but it's just these valleys and ravines and these small towns. And, yeah. Oh, it's spectacular country. Yeah. So Lynn and I did a little road trip uh, to Caledonia. We had a meeting and uh, met with uh, the Quell Forever people. And we had uh, Thurman Tucker on our show once. He's the president of the Minnesota oh. chapter. Great okay. man. Great Christian man. and. Uh, and then from there, we did a loop. I, just all in one day, got up in the morning, went down there, spent some time in God's country. I'm getting on Beautiful. a little bit of a tangent here. And then we went over to Cresco, Iowa, where I pheasant hunt and picked up a, a collar and a blind that I have. 
And you know what this is all leading into? I have no idea. <laughs> I was waiting for you to either. say it. You cropped us in the car and slammed the door and locked it with the remote with your poor wife in there. <laughs> I have okay, no I idea. How, I, I have that guy. no idea where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I did originally, but it's long gone. <laughs> just wait. Just wait, wait. <laughs> no, no, no. Say I don't think again. this one's coming. Say okay. it again. <laughs> Oh, Lord. It ain't easy. It's not easy. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep talking. I'll figure it out. <laughs> so we used to have this uh, tradition where after shows, we would go to um, Scoreboard Pizzeria in Brooklyn Center. It's right up the street from BC. So yeah. not every show we did, but a lot of shows. A lot of them. Especially the BC ones because it's, you know, eight right blocks there. away. And Two blocks. <laughs> Two city blocks. Yeah. Um, you'd, uh, you'd go in there and they had these, I mean, technically it's like a calzone, but they call it a, yep. a pizza pocket turnover. Yep. Sandwich. If I, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um, and essentially just pick your toppings and they'd stuff this big chunk of bread full of all that and sauce and cheese and whatever. Uh huh. And then they'd cook them all and there'd always be you pepperoni, know, sausage and all the good stuff. Yeah. You'd, you'd be, uh, there'd be like six, eight, ten of us or whatever, depending on how many were out in the gig. Ken would always pay the tab because he's a nice guy. Or how many would just show up. Which was all of 40 bucks back then. Yeah, it was cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, so we'd have this contest where you'd dig your fork into your turnover and then see how far you could stretch the mozzarella. And it turned into like this hilarious thing where guys are standing on tables and holding their cheese, you know, stretch it as far as you could before it broke. Hit, hitting the ceiling yeah. with straight cheese all the way up. Can you believe there's hundreds of people listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> it was cool then. It, <laughs> hey, this is like the 90s, man. That kind of thing was cool. Do you remember the 90s, TK? People are saying, that old guy doesn't even know what the hell he's talking about, and those two other guys are talking about stretching cheese up to the ceiling. <laughs> I'll tell you I what, hope it's still there. I will tell you <laughs> For a, sure. a fun, funny story that ties to that, and it actually deals with Travis. Uh, That's Kid George. Kid George. Uh, or Boy we, George, according to Tom. <laughs> Cowboy George. Kid, Cowboy George. Kid Cowboy George. Um, <laughs> when we were uh, planning Get, for Country Jam, yep. we went there to eat. And it yep. was the first time Kid George went to that. So we're all ordering <laughs> our pizza turnovers, and he says everything that he wants. And he says, I want extra cheese and jalapenos. So they come with this thing packed with jalapenos. Like <laughs> nice. Beyond belief. He's pull, I'm sitting next to him. He's pulling these things out. Like, my eyes, eyes are watering just sitting next to him. <laughs> it, was, it was funny because he just he was, like, eating them at first, Ooh. even though it was so stuffed that <laughs> you wouldn't think there's any other toppings in there because it's so full of jalapenos. Mm-hmm. So they took his whatever, their interpretation of what he said of extra jalapenos, and they did, like, extra, extra because it was so full of jalapeno. I remember he's because he likes spicy stuff. Uh-huh. And he's eating them. And like Kyle said, he's still pulling out just piles of jalapeno that he couldn't eat. <laughs> Sweating <laughs> profusely. Sweating. And he has a pile of them on the side Shreddy next to balls. it that he can't even eat. And he's, and they're still in there. That's so funny. So <laughs> I, I still give him grief about it to this day. It was one of those that was like, okay, wait a minute now. He said extra cheese, comma, jalapenos. Right. And they Not- didn't. Yeah, they put in extra jalapenos. <laughs> that poor Scott toilet. Scoreboard. That poor toilet. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so, Kenny, let's talk about your sex life. Oh! <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, punctuation is very important, Tom, because right? you can help your Uncle Jack off a horse. <laughs> or. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, like, that punctuation is important. Very. Put the comma where it goes, man. Otherwise, you, it can get bad. You learned that one the bad way. <laughs> right? Why do I got to wear these gloves that go up to my armpits? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Tom. I think Uncle Jack's up there laughing. <laughs> oh god oh man i remember a, a show that we did um it was another one that you helped us get set up and then had to take off but it was uh jedlica's wedding was it miranda jedlica's wedding miranda jedlica do you know what big steve's last name is no jedlica you're kidding me no okay maybe there's a closer tie than i thought here so Kyle and I are doing this wedding, and we had, we'll just say, you know, Ken was the king of, oh, it'll be just fine. <laughs> and we'd be like, hey, man, we're, you know, we're a little concerned about this tape player or this CD player. Like, we had problems with it or whatever. And, oh, I got duct tape. That'll be fine. That'll be fine. I'm fine. <laughs> you'll, you'll be fine. And he'd, you know, he'd take off, and he'd go off to his gig with the best equipment that we had as a company. Oh, my Always gosh. the premium stuff. And so anyway, so Kyle and I are doing this gig, and... uh I can't remember. I don't think it matters all that much what song was playing, but we got a packed dance floor and there's a big song going. Hokey Pokey. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was Hokey Pokey. <laughs> the Hokey Pokey. I used to play the Hokey Pokey for years. And you turned yourself around. And years. Right. So we're Hokey Pokey's playing. And Kyle and I, we're on a stage and we got the sound system. And as we've already talked about a bunch of times, everything we owned for sound equipment back then was huge. Everything he owned for sound equipment was huge. So it's like Kyle and I are basically above the belly button up is all you can see. Everything below that's blocked by equipment, right? Mm-hmm. And Which is convenient. In this story it was. <laughs> so packed dance floor, right? It's going great. This wedding's going great. They and love then, the hokey pokey. Hokey pokey's oh, yeah. playing. And then also there's Beer like barrel this, polka. There's like this little like, like a little, not a full skip, like <laughs> a little mini chirp. thing. Right. And Kyle and I look at each other and I was just like, what? Come on now. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Keep going. And then it's like, does it again? Like, <laughs> like oh, shit. Look at oh, each other like, oh shit. <laughs> it's coming up. Right. So we're, we're just sitting there. And, Waiting for the CD to get to that part. Right. So the CD got to that part <laughs> and it gets into a skip where it's just like, <laughs> and I look to my left and I'm like, Kyle, what should we? And he's already ducked down behind the gear. <laughs> And it I, ain't me. And I look back. He's, he's going like this. Right. right. <laughs> I look back forward, and everyone on the dance floor is looking at me like, what? Quit trying to remix that shit. I was just like, I'm like, ah. And I just go, I think you want to change the song. <laughs> when that oh. used to happen to me in my CDs, I'd stop and I'd say, that never used to happen with my records <laughs> or my cassettes or my hate tracks. Hate tracks. Oh, right? No, I didn't really say that. I said, that never used to happen with records. And it did. Mm. Had a disc jockey at the Hogsmeade that used to just trash the records. Yeah, I spun it on my finger and yep. broke a few that way. Yep. <laughs> my one of my favorite um, uh, memories of us working together on a gig was we did this college party and I think it was in Minneapolis, 
and uh, we both were not fans of Macarena. Or, no, this is Kyle. Was it, it was Kyle. Yes. That's right. It was Kyle. I remember because we were talking about before the show, like we both hate Macarena, and it was huge at that time. And, uh, and he had Ken had that particular song on vinyl, so we had turntables and a double a dual tape deck. I actually had my <laughs> version there because Ken had his for his show. Oh, right, right. So anyways, we got this college party, packed full of all these college kids. It's going great, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And this gal, this wasted gal kept coming up and, like, pressuring us about playing Macarena. Oh, man. And we're like, ah. I tried saying we don't have it, and, of course, she wasn't buying it. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's like, there's there's so many, like, famous DJ lines that you drop at people <laughs> in the booth, which we could talk about. Yeah. To get rid of them. Yeah. And I don't have it's one of them, obviously. No, I don't got that one. It's always usually BS. So anyway, so she kept coming up and up and up and up and up. And then finally, Kyle's like frustrated with this gal because she wouldn't leave us alone. And, she, you know, she had a bunch of drinks. And, you know, all of us who get a few drinks in us were like the obnoxiousest dialed up to level 100. Um, yep. Yeah. I got a great story about you, Ken, almost killing a guy. Oh, Jesus. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so she kept coming up. She comes up and Kyle's like, fine, I'll play the song. I'll play it. She's like, all right. So he puts the um, the record on, puts the vinyl on, the song starts, and he's like, hey, this is by request. And she's like, you know, she's pumped. It's like she just, she's walking on the dance floor like it's, you know, she's <laughs> the queen of the room. She's all pumped up like, yeah. It literally plays like 15 seconds, and Kyle grabs that the needle, needle and just drags <laughs> it across and then puts a massive scratch across this record. <laughs> And, and, like, the whole floor stops. They're all looking up at him, and he's like, I don't know. It broke. <laughs> Takes it off. <laughs> wow. Kenny, you would never do that, would you? No. Me either. No. You guys are pricks. No, it was hilarious. <laughs> right? <laughs> because as soon as he said that, everyone in the room except that obnoxious girl was laughing. <laughs> They're dying laughing. Right. The whole room. True. You know, the, you watch a documentary on the Eagles, and one of the guys that quit. The Eagles, he said, I'm, I can't sing Take It to the Limit one more time. And uh, Glenn mm-hmm. Fry said, hey, do you think I enjoy singing all these different songs every single show? He says, you got to do it. You got to do it. And the guy quit. Mm-hmm. And I remember his name. Yeah. But Smart career that's what we Right? Had, that's what we Randy, had to do as disc jockeys. <laughs> Randy yeah. Meisner. Yeah. See? And like, I'm like. Kyle's the shit. Music and psychopathia. <laughs> He's crazy. Yeah, gotta do it. Whether it was the uh, what was the first rap song, Rapper's Delight, or whether it oh, was man. the Macarena, or whether it was uh, one we talked about. Earlier. I'll never be tired of Rapper's Delight. I mean, all Baby those Bubba. songs that we had to play <laughs> right. every night, you had to do yep. it. Hey, yep, because they wanted to hear it, and that's mm. why we were there. We were there to play the records and the that music made them for happy. them. Yep. Not you. Whatever makes it makes them dick. happy. I don't know what you mean, man. <laughs> although, although I do have a story about Ken Uh-oh. that had to do with the CD. Here we go. And this was when we were at the rink on an adult night. You were DJing. Yeah, Mr. Judgey Judge. And, and, <laughs> and somebody, somebody, was it recent? <laughs> somebody came up with a Grateful Dead CD, some song that they wanted played, and they were super obnoxious about it. We're like, quit playing the crap that you're playing. Like, we're just bad-mouthing everything you're playing. You put the CD in the CD player, you let it play for like two minutes, and then you pounded your fist next to the CD player, and it skipped, and, it skipped. and you, you went, oh, wait, that one skipped. We're going to go to the next song. Oh, yep. 
Did that happen, Ken? It may have happened. <laughs> it, it was all inadvertent. Do you want me to give it to him too? Can, <laughs> you prick. Can we, can we talk about 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 excuses that DJs give to patrons? Because yes. I think this would be really fun. Yes. Do it. All right, let's T- go. TK, you're up to bat I'm first. I'm telling you, it was my philosophy, and it was the philosophy that I taught everybody. Play the song. I, I'm here's. Until 10.30. Here's what I challenged myself to do. If someone came up and requested a song, didn't matter what it is, I made an effort to get that song on before they got back to their seat. I I know you say that. Before 10.30? It had to have been before 10.30. Because after 10.30? Because, you know, it just made them light up. And they were like, oh, my God, he got that song on right away for me. I'm coming here every week. Yep. And... That made their life. I mean, you know, these people. If it's people... before ten thirty, after that, if you put out a song and and yeah, the dance floor after clears, ten thirty, it's right. a little tougher. Yeah, but if you can do it, you do it. Well, and thank God it's the technology. What it is, man. It's all about the people, and I know if there's it's a lot kill of your dance stories. floor, you're not going to do it. For well, with technology today, you play the chorus, move on to the next one. Right, right. Well, <laughs> they're right. like, I got my song. Right. Yeah. That's all they remember at that point. <laughs> They're on their fourth drink. They're a like, lot hey, of dis- I my song. A lot of disc jockeys made the mistake of playing music for their peers instead of the dance floor. These people that have nine to five jobs and they live a normal life like we don't. And right. these disc jockeys got to get the right beat mixes in. And you don't have to do that. You have to play the songs that they want to dance to and they want to hear. But what, do you, but what do you but tell them if you don't want to play it is what I'm asking. If that, I don't want to play it, I always now, wait, wait. wanted to play their songs. But my point is, is not not I'm I don't disagree with you. Like, believe me, I I've learned over thirty years of being a d- professional DJ. You read the room, but that's what he and I are talking about. Like, you know, if some somebody comes up and they ask for a, a Stacy's really mom obscure request, and you know if you play it, it's going to kill your I'm like floor. Stacy's mom right now. Like the floor's dead. Like just bury but you, it. You got to understand. Then it you, doesn't made, matter. You made if one it person happy, and fifty people leave the dance There's floor. There's probably a lot of disc jockeys that would disagree with me, but being a club owner and a disc jockey, I don't care if I kill the floor because if I kill the floor, everyone's going to buy a drink. True. And, True you know, statement. You, the, the True cash statement. Registers are ringing. Except that asshole and, that made the crazy request that's drinking water all night. <laughs> like, and <laughs> and if it's a slow song. That's easy to do. Yeah, okay, I'll get that on. You know, you play a couple slow songs and you uh, you get it in. And you just always have to make, and I'm not trying to kill your fun here. Believe You're me. killing the fun. I know. Tom, I, I, I mean, this Mr. is supposed to be a game. The vibe is dead. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm killing your vibe, and I'm sorry. But you guys are, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about f bombs! Well, well, I know two uh, f bombs in one episode. Oh my time? goodness! We, I haven't even hit one that. yet. Not one. Boop, beep, boop. Well, we have Danny. She might edit it. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, we keep that. Oh yeah, that's how I met my wife. She come up and she requested the nitty gritty dirt band fishing in the dark, and I said, "Can I get your phone number if I play that song?" And she said, "Hell no!" And I played it right away, and she go. That was nice. Now, can you play us? I said, you got to get me that phone number. And we went back and forth. It worked out. It worked out. There you go. How about how about this comment? Can you play something good? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh. 
<laughs> Can I tell a story? <laughs> yes, yes, please do. Remember the waterworks? That's what you we're here our for. Friend, uh, Rich, Rich Defoe. Yeah, my uncle. Yeah. Uh, he had me doing uh, Richie Rich. He had me doing uh, the show at the waterworks. He and I go way back, way back to, to shark the days of even before the days of sharks. There's a guy in there, and I'm doing my rowdy cowboy show, and the place is actually having a lot of fun. And there's this guy. You know, he's obviously stoned. He's long-haired. Maybe he's a hippie, whatever. Play some... Come on now. Zeppelin. Oh, my God. And play some... Right, and af- then, right after Humpty Dance. And right. Oh, that's Play some Skinnerd. <laughs> you absolutely... He's calling me every name in a book. And I'm going to go from 160 to 90 beats per minute. Right. So this like is totally song. unprofessional of me, but I punched him right between the eyes. Oh. I didn't and see they that coming. Him out of there. See, Mother Teresa over here is right? getting some warts too. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! Oh. You, wait a minute! You didn't play what they wanted, right? You after the- after they threw him out, I played it. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait a minute! It wasn't Leonard Skinner because it was the Rowdy Cowboy Show, but he was just in my face. Yeah, and I, you know, in my Rowdy Cowboy Show, I always, not always, but quite often, I'd play rock and roll. From yeah. Led Zeppelin. Right. But it was his attitude. Of course I would have played it. He was, he was calling me, play some Zeppelin, you piece M-F-er of shit. And, yeah. You know, and he's oh, just calling me out. Yeah. You went Sam Jackson on you? <laughs> yeah. Right. And he was calling me everything, and I'm like, all right, that's it. Did Bang. you have a walkie-talkie back then? You could, you could get security up there? Nah. Oh, I love the walkie. Yeah. I'm like, Marcus, Andy, come up here. Yeah. And they're gone. This guy's got to go. He's had his last drink. <laughs> All right, since Tom killed our game, what I was going to say. I've got, I've, got, I've got some. I've got some. All right, Shane, hit me, hit me. I was just going to say, one of the ones that always made me crazy was when people didn't know the name of the song. Yeah. And they just, like, blurt out random stuff. And even though I knew what it was, I pretend like I didn't. <laughs> like, See? You're a dick. My most famous. <laughs> for sure. My famous one, my, my favorite one from all the years at Cheapskate was always play big butt, play big butt. Oh yeah, play of course. Mix a lot. My God. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, and I'd always be like, I, I don't have a song called big, Butt. I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> right. I don't have big butt. There's no song yeah. called big butt. I, <laughs> I don't have a song called big butt. I like big butts. And they'd be like, well, you played it last week. I'm like, oh, I was some other DJ. I didn't know. I, do you have a like big butts? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Exactly. When they come up and they didn't know the name of a song, I said, I would say to them, can you do you know some of the words? Because maybe I'll recognize it, and I try and work with them. <laughs> I was on a different. <laughs> I was trying to. You're trying to build some. <laughs> Turn this motherfucker's mic off right now, <laughs> I, Sam. I actually had a similar situation, Tom. Hey, can I, you shift the two shot? <laughs> it's gonna be here now. <laughs> uh, when I actually worked at the at the roller rink doing an adult night, somebody came up and asked for a song called "Piece of Pie." And I'm like, I don't, what I don't know a song hell? called "Piece of Pie." Right? And they're like, it's a rock song. I'm like, oh, and I don't know what this. Seems She's ridiculous. my cherry pie. That's what I thought. I'm like, cherry pie warrant. She's like, no, 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 a no. Wild no. cherry. It's an old song. It's like wild cherry. Like, what are we talking about? Finally, found out as I was digging through, "Piece of Mind" by Boston is the song she was talking about, but she <laughs> oh. thought it said "piece of pie." And even after I what? told her, I played it. I'm like, it's called Peace of Mind. And she's like, no, it's not. I'm like, I, oh have, the, I have the album right here. It's right. right on there. And she's like, she just didn't believe me. Well, typically the disc jockey is right <laughs> when oh. it comes to titles. and. Oh, yeah. My, my favorite uh, is uh, 
is Kid George, when someone will make a request, they're like, hey, will you play this song? He's like, you're awesome, and he'll high-five them and they'll walk away. He's like, I ain't playing that shit. <laughs> right. But he, he won't say yes or no. He'll I like, totally believe that. like, you're, you're awesome. awesome. High-five. And then it's, I'm like, are you going to do it? He's like, hell no. no. Hell no. no. That's he'll, a terrible idea. He'll, he'll forget about it in two minutes. Wait a minute. Your brother noncommittal? No, what do you mean? they won't. <laughs> 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 He's not here to defend himself. No. <laughs> but when he sees us, though, he's going to be rolling gonna... He wouldn't commit to being here anyway, so. <laughs> no. Point taken. No, I invited him. I said, hey, you know what? We got Ken in studio. You should be there. Hello. Yeah, and he's all like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll see you Did there. he say awesome and then give you a high five? Right. Just asking. Right. Oh, Probably that's, did. That does sound familiar. <laughs> Over text. I, I, also, I also like to use, uh, I'll see what I can do. Because it's so encouraging, yeah, but then right. I get to decide what I do. You know, that's I'll classic. see what I can do. Yep. See what I can do. <laughs> or I'll, or either that, or I'll try to get it in. <laughs> try to get in. Try to get it on. Like that's another one that you'd, you'd mix in. Well, because the thing is, is Tom, you know, you're. I mean, I'm going to get you to come Does to the dark he? side here. No, <laughs> kicking. And, I appreciate all that you're saying, but that's not the way I roll. Kicking and screaming. You're coming over here. No, he just punches them. Right. Yeah, right? right. Fucker. Thank you, Kyle. I never hit anybody. No, absolutely not. So anyway, uh, I had yeah. two people. You'd have. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Calcutta, you are not. <laughs> so like you'd have like your you'd have a set lined up, right? Somebody come ask for a request. Oh so you got God. two, three, four songs where you're trying to work your way through different whatever. You yeah. know, you're, you're building. Right. You're building one direction or another yep. with the music. Right. Like you're going up in beats, you're going down in beats. Like, you know. And so somebody comes and asks for a request, and it doesn't match with what you're doing at Not all. A, right. You know, I certainly see what you're talking about, where you could slip it in real quick to really make their night and give everybody a break to go have a heater or get a refill at the bar or go to the bathroom or whatever. But sometimes you're, like, in the groove, and their their timing is terrible. Right. You're not going to burn your dance floor because you got 50 people out there that you're also catering to, and they're having the time of their lives. And some knucklehead comes up, and they want to hear the monkeys. Next. Stacy's mom. I think mom the biggest excuse, the biggest uh, comeback on it was, you know, I just played that a while ago. You must have just got here. Ah, <laughs> oh, of yes. course, yes, and that was true. Typically, w- yeah. Uh, <laughs> see the weasel, baloney, <laughs> weasel. I did just play it, <laughs> and then I would say I'll try and get it on again a little later, right? Because I did there just you go. play it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there were there were many gigs that, um, where we'd play the same song a couple times. Oh my god, yeah, especially yeah. Oh, at high school. That was part of my training process. Yeah. I would when I trained disc jockeys, I said, "Don't be afraid." No. So many disc jockeys think, "Well, I already I played that once tonight." I said, "So what? So what? It's not a radio station, and it's not like anyone's controlling it. No, nope. if it's a hot song, yep. I would play. Yep. When I started Three times. early. I would play those all those hot songs just to yep. get everyone motivated on right. the dance floor. And then you do your regular, regular yeah. whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. and then get all those songs on again later yep. on, and then they really go crazy. Yep, yep. I mean, it's, yep. it's I agree. not rocket science. It's like play what they want to hear. Yep. I mean, we could play Cupid Shuffle three times in a night right. tomorrow, right? And people would still get down with oh, it. Oh, of course, timeless. Yeah, yeah. It's it's what you mix out of with it. 
I will say that we just did a, a, a Roddy Cowboy show on the 4th of July, and we played the Wobble, and uh, everybody faced the DJ booth, and these kids uh, didn't know. They just like oh, were like no booty idea. shaking, and I was like, what? Uh, and we started it over. And, Ouch. And, and they, they didn't know. And so then I pulled one of the girls aside, and I said, how old are these people? And she's like- <laughs> 17. Yeah. She's like, well, I'm 18. He's 16. He's, right. I'm like, I think they're all drunk. Anyways, where was that? Where did you do that show? I can't tell you now. (laughs) There may or may not have been, you know, right? Not trying to. Anyways, yeah, no, no, there's no, no bus to push people under here. No, no. But anyways, yeah, didn't even know it. Wow. We'll ask her after the show. Okay. I just didn't know anyone was doing the show anymore. Yeah, they do. Oh uh, yeah. So Roddy Cowboy show is basically from being residency. Now they just do shows by special request. They do one or two or three gigs a month. When they get requested to go different places. So, you know, like July 31st at the Hog's Breath for the Boom. 40th anniversary. Boom. Where Kenny Flex will be there. I'm, I'm, may the, or may I'm not the first. Be there. He is. He's going to be the first one. Yeah, so we're, we, we should say that, Tom, that we're doing the podcast, right? Yep. Yep. It starts at 7. This guy knows more than you, apparently. <laughs> Most people do. Ah. <laughs> oh. So, podcast. Is that a question? I was just going to let you run with it for a minute. <laughs> oh, about to, the podcast? Well, yeah, the, the night. Well, the night's going to be crazy. I, I think everyone's gearing up for it. They're gearing up for it all over the Twin Cities. Standing People that haven't been in there in 30, 40 years are coming in. I mean, I'm get, we're getting feedback from everybody. It's going to be standing room only. I encourage everybody to get there early, um, like the old days, because, you know, the podcast, the WeFest kickoff party, and the 40-year reunion of the Rowdy Cowboy Show. I mean, it ain't going to get more fun than that. And everybody being cooped up for the last year and a half, you right. know it's going to be just nuts. Right. We actually just got approval via your uh, good friend and owner of the Hogs Breath, Tom DeRay, mm-hmm. to do giveaways for the four premium tables facing the dance floor <laughs> for table reservations for that night. Ooh. Yeah. That's... And so we're still kind of talking about how we're going to do those contests, but we're going to be doing those via our social media platforms. Oh, and as far as the WeFest goes, we're giving away four general admission tickets. Mm-hmm. We're giving away four reserve seats, yep. which is right behind the box seats, and we're giving one pair of box seats away and T-shirts and uh, hats. And a and Lake Sally campsite pass. La- Lake Sally camp. Yeah, thank you. Lake Sally campsite pass for two people, uh, which is a big deal. Huge. I mean, Lake Sally is the one that sells out first every time. Yeah. Who's playing? Well, uh, Blake Sheldon is one of the headliners. Awesome. Uh, Dirk's Bentley and You're Florida gonna be Georgia Line. I, well, I'd love to. I got to tell you a Dirk's Bentley story. You know, I was standing on the stage. He was just coming. He just had his first big hit. Uh, much what, what was it? No, not much. That's George Strait. What was his first hit? Uh, it wasn't free and easy. It was uh, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? What was I thinking? Yeah, he great, was standing. Great, he just come out with that song. song. We had him on. He wasn't. Obviously, wasn't head. He wasn't second to the. I think he was third to the headliner, and he was standing next to me and he was tuning his guitar and and just a normal guy like most of them are. And I said, you know, you keep bringing out hits like that last one of yours. I said, someday you're going to headline this show, and you'll have somebody else tuning that guitar. For sure you. enough, and sure enough, he's headlining this year. And awesome, I think. And I didn't know. I don't know what happened in the last six years, but I don't think he's ever headlined. The Wii Fest, oh, okay. but he is this year, okay. and he never headlined it when uh, I was, you know, the host and uh, involved yep. with it. 
So that's maybe a really, really big deal for him. That's and, awesome. Uh, I can't wait to see him. And Hey, you remember that time I told you you are going to headline the Wayfest? He's a great guy. Oh, man. Great His guy. songs are just And he does a great awesome. show. Fun show. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen him six or eight times, and he's oh, always on a good show. Yeah. Drunk on a plane, sideways. Oh, my God. We, so, would, we would at Country Jam, when Ken was walking around, we'd, I was like, we'd walk behind him and then tell people, we'd be like, hey, is that Dirk Bentley? Is that Dirk Bentley right there? <laughs> I have a great Dirk Bentley Kenny That's story. right. We went to the concert. Well, this was a Rascal Flats. Rascal Flats concert. I had floor seats to Rascal Flats, and I asked Ken. I was like, hey, man, do you want to go with me to this concert? And he was like, yeah, man, I'm down. This so was this a decade ago. At least a decade yeah. ago. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think of, was it Excel Energy Center or was it Target Center? I think it was Excel, wasn't it, St. Paul? I was drunk. Okay, well, we're going to say Excel. I think it was Excel. <laughs> on a plane. So anyway, so drunk on a plane. we get pretty good seats. We're you know not in the very front section, but we're like maybe first or second row of that next section. So they're pretty good seats. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. the show started, they had this secondary backstage that rose up out of the floor, and that's where the band came up out of to start the show. And we were, like, I could touch right the there. stage. We were right I know there. it. It was awesome. So the, so the crazy thing is, is as the, before they came up out of, the, out of the floor to start the concert, we had these beautiful women in the row behind us, and they were kind of, like, giggling and pointing at us, right? And Ken and I are like, what's that all about? Like, what's going on back there? <laughs> what the F? Yeah, not, not, you know, whatever. Whatever it happens. And so then the you know, band comes up and they're playing. It's Jay and Gary and uh, Jodon, the three Rascal Flats folks. Mm-hmm. And you know those guys. Yep. And uh, they come up. And one of them, I can't remember which one it was. not that important in the story. But they point at Ken. Like they kind of pointed at him. So then after they made their way through the catwalk up to the main stage, one of the girls like kind of pokes me in the arm. And I'm, and I'm like, what? And she was like, hey. Is that Dirk Bentley? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I was single. He was single. We were single like a Pringle. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, what's he doing out here? And I was like, well, they just gave us tickets. They told us we could sit here or whatever. And he was hoping no one would notice him. And they were like, oh, that's so cool. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, what are you guys doing after the show? <laughs> and this is back when I don't even Who know. Said- who said that? The girls. The girls said that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as I said he was Dirks, so they were like, what are you doing after the show? And, uh, and I was like, oh, we're going to you know, probably go find a bar or whatever. And I think it was Wild Onion on Grand Avenue. Where oh, we yes. Ended up. Yeah. They had some great parties at that bar. They oh, yeah. did. It was yeah. very busy that night. Yeah. Packed dance floor, the whole thing. And Ken was like a Boy Scout all night. I'm like, come on, man. So he's playing wingman, and he's all like, I'm just going to sit over here and, and drink my Bacardi diet. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Right. Yeah. It, but it was such a cool experience because they were convinced. Sure. These two girls were absolutely for sure, probably still to this day, convinced that he's Dirk Spanley. I sat next. I sat behind Dirks. You probably tell people that. Oh, we'll sit next to Dirks in the concert. Like, how cool is that? <laughs> Very cool. It Very was, fun. It Good was memories. super fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, so now, Ken. Yep. Twin City Sound has come a long way yeah. from where it was like, you know, college parties and like starting to do a few schools. And yeah. then you had this crazy run of wedding receptions, mm-hmm. which I was a big part of, obviously. Yeah. And. And Kyle in there, um, oh. and a, a lot of other guys. Steve Reisinger, yep, who uh, yep. or rise, rising, rising. Thank you. Yep. Sorry, um, Steve Rising. Um, all of us kind of part of that whole thing, the Twin City Sound family over the years. Yeah, and then it just becomes this like almost like corporate entity for you. 
where it just branches into all this other stuff that, oh, well, here we go. That's the four of us right there. Well, yeah, that's right. Here's Steve. Uh, where were we? This was your birthday party, I believe, 2008. Oh, so the... this was at Sidelines? No, I think that was Pavlitsky's and Blaine, wasn't it? Or Andover or whatever? I think so, yeah. I think it was Pavlitsky's. Angelique. Okay, there you go. go. Oh, that's right, because I gave Kyle a milk shot. He was all nervous thinking I was giving him booze. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That happened. (laughs) Do you see the baby faces up there, too? Right? Oh, my goodness. Bunch of kids. Yes. This is is actually like a change of pace for him, because we keep putting up all these WeFest pictures from the 80s and 90s where he had the baby face. Oh, yes. Long time ago. You know, I was like, look at that. That's Burt Reynolds or something. (laughs) I still do that when we go places. We'll go to restaurants and stuff. And he almost always beats me at the restaurant, and he's just sitting in the booth by himself, and I'll come up with a little teenage hostess gal at uh, the, the village. Yeah, yeah. I'm always like, oh, I'm with Burt Reynolds. <laughs> and she's all like, what? Really? Isn't he Dan? He, right. <laughs> yeah, I prop him up in the booth once in a while. <laughs> Bernie. Uh, so Twin City Sound like becomes this like conglomerate where you have all these different things going on with it, and it's not just the DJ business anymore, right? Nope, nope, nope. We're doing photo booths now. We have a really cool LED um, inflatable. Whoop whoop! There it is. Yeah, and uh, we we do uh, Sherpo. Is that what the schools? hat's called? Sherpo. A what? What's the hat called? Oh, what? the type of hat. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I would say it's a fedora. Fedora, thank fedora. you. Fedora. Fedora. Yeah, but it, whatever. Got the Viking horns. Right? You gotta have those. Yeah, <laughs> and like the, every, like every girl wants to get drunk and wear a cowboy hat. I don't know. What oh, it is. I know it. Right, right, right. But actually, this this is at a school. <laughs> okay. Woo. Sorry about that. Sorry. Can't use that so, for a commercial for Twin no. City Sound now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't clip that out. Sorry, Angelique. Or can you? She's like, you asshole. I was gonna use that. <laughs> right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, schools and uh, weddings, corporate events, galas, and all that sort of thing. Can you throw that picture back up, quick, please? <laughs> um, it, it's really cool because it's just like glamorous, sh- shiny. Yeah, give us the nickel tour. How does this work? So yeah, you uh, you know you could probably fit three or four people in there, and uh, they use that uh, screw the uh, it's like an like an iPhone. It kind of looks like a giant iPhone back there. Yeah, I can see that and, there. And uh, you you uh, pick if you want black and white or color, and uh, then you go for it. You'll have three different poses, and then it'll it'll print out all three of those poses. It'll tell you when it, it'll count down for you. Here we go, three, two, one, click. And then here we go, three, two, one, click, and you'll get all three of your poses in there, and then uh, it'll be come out with a photo strip. That doesn't in give this... you much time to get your clothes back on, right? <laughs> <laughs> Especially at a school when they're like, <laughs> "I'm just like, kidding." And like, "Oh darn it!" And no, no, that's happened. Oh, and Angelique's like, "No, we are not printing that one." <laughs> so does it print out of that same machine? Uh, no, the the uh, printer is outside the booth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. I remember when you guys first got that set up. Yeah. We had a photo booth, but it was something that, that Lugnut, Josh Peters, made. Yeah. And it was all like steel tube. 
and it weighed a bazillion pounds. <laughs> a thousand pounds. And, and it came apart in like three pieces, but each of those pieces is a thousand pounds. Right. And you had to have like a trailer to haul it anywhere. <laughs> yes. And then I remember Angelique getting that set up, and I was like, Duh. We're, we're, we're out. Where were we? <laughs> like, we're out. We dropped the ball. We're not doing photo booth anymore. We're done. <laughs> Yeah, inflatable is so much nicer. <laughs> Just push the button. Let, let the Done. Air, let the air do it. Like you're, you're seriously like you're, you and Angelique are sitting there having drinks while we're trying to put our thing together. <laughs> Are right. done? What's taking you guys so long? You guys just pour and sweat. Right? <laughs> so what was this one? Let's go back to that one. That's our green screen. So what's the deal with so the green like, screen? It's like a weather, like a weatherman. You can put anything behind you. So you can be in Italy. You can be on the pyramids. You can be on stage. On the moon? Yep. Anywhere yep. you want to be. And then we'll just... No, not mooning. <laughs> Mooning on the moon? Right. Mooning on the moon. You can be there. Yeah, right? If you've got a green screen. <laughs> can you green screen me to spring break? I want a moon. <laughs> One time we had the green screen, like, partly on the ground, and my brother made a comment about, uh, are we doing porn? <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> was, yeah, because it was the ground was partly covered in green. Of course, you had the back, too. And I'm like, Bob, good hmm. Lord. <laughs> so for those of you that might just be tuning in, we are not stoned. No. <laughs> and a little tipsy, but not we're, stoned. Not yeah, stoned. we're having a good time tonight. It's right. been a yeah. great episode. It has been fun. Thank you so much for having me on tonight. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. Oh, wait, it's our, really our honor, man. <laughs> Can you. we talk about this mobile real quick? The what? The new rappy rap rap? The mobile. Oh, look this at that. Mobile, this mobile. That's cool. Yeah, we just got that uh, wrapped at the Graphic Guys in Ham Lake. And cool. Those guys were awesome. Um, Angelique came up with uh, a lot of the um, <clears throat> graphics and the and, of course, the the guy on the back there with the ele- electricity coming off of them, and and they they put it together, so cool. it looks good. Yeah. Angelique is your wife. Yep, your lovely wife. That's right. Yeah. So can we? They just got married. Talking about got married last life? year, right? Yep, last year. Yeah, congratulations. Thank brother. you. Thank you very much. Yeah. They've been together for like fifty years, so it's about time <laughs> they tied the knot. <laughs> Marriage is great. It is. My wife would say it's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> well, that's the advice, right? People say if your marriage is going to be successful, you have to. Yeah, you got to work, work at it. You got to work at it. It's worth it. That's right. It's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. It's like a full time job. You want to hear something <laughs> funny about that van? It's completely random. Oh, but Ken's. I know there's no windows in yeah. the back. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the license plate used to be DJZ093. Yep. Was that what it was? It, it, yeah, something close to that, if not right on the money. So it was DJ's, like, DJ's 93, which was when Twin City Sound started. That's true. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> and it was, that was total random. I didn't, I didn't like, pay for that or nothing. It just came in the mail, and I'm like, really? Whoa. That's awesome. <laughs> so this is all, those are um, services that you provide in addition to the DJ right. side of the business. Yep. Yep, yep. So it's yep. the DJ and the photo booth and yep. the green screen. Yep. Yep. That's that's basically Gotta it. diversify these days, right? Oh, you have to. Absolutely. Get all the gigs you can. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Reel them in. Cover all the angles. Mm-hmm. What do we got going here? Oh, my God. That's, uh, look at that, 2006? 
Guitar Center? Correct. Yep, at Guitar Center. Um, that was a DJ battle using st- straight vinyl. There's no computers. So, yeah. Yeah, I was mixing uh, ACDC uh, back in black, um, using duplicate copies and just going back and forth. It's pretty cool. Trying to get better. I still try to get better. I practice, still practice every week. I've seen some of your stuff on Facebook where you just put the camera at the end of the mixing area. Yeah. And just yeah. click it on Facebook Live and then yeah, just, just mix a set. Yeah. Yep. That's mm-hmm. super cool, man. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you got to check out that quarantine mix. The quarantine? Don't you have a quarantine mix? I just saw Oh, it. yes, that's right. I, I just, don't make me look silly. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you never make the producer look bad. Right? You get thrown off the set, bro. Yeah. Yeah, we ha- yeah. Just breaking up the quarantine. You know, you're stuck in your house and you're like, oh, geez, what the hell am I going to do? Shake your booty. Shake your booty. Have some fun. Got to get through it. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, you're, you're um, mixing, scratching, like all that stuff has come a long oh, way, yeah. bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's so many, um, you know, Jazzy Jeff and, and uh, my goodness, the Brolic Army o- over. Uh, those guys are incredible. Um, unbelievable scratchers. And, and I just try to get better every day, you know, just working at it. It doesn't matter how old you get. As long as you have fun with it, then uh, you, it's cool. Yep. Well, that's what they say, right, TK? You find something you love, and that's what you do, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then it's not a job. I mean, right. I never felt like I was working. On no, no, I love to go to work. either. And I click my heels. It's time to go to know, work. I, Let's go. I kind of grew up in a similar, you know, you went to the roller rink. When I was a kid, we went to the ice rink. Okay. And at the ice rink on uh, Marshall and close to Marshall and Lexington, Dunning. Okay. They had the big skating rink and the hockey rink up on top. And, and they were pumping out music from WDGY and oh. KDWB. Yep. So yep. I'm listening to all the great yeah. 50s classics. And cool. whether a lot of it was country and a lot of it was, you know, the up-and-coming rock and roll. Right. And that's how I got my education, and that's what spurred me on to become a disc jockey. Right. was just all that fun music yeah. I was listening to. And, you know, I, I don't know how many years, 40-some years I was a disc jockey. And, yeah. And never, one time, never, it never felt like work. All right. You know, I was in there fixing lights, changing lights, making the sound system better, bigger, and... It's, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 It, it was never a, never a job. It was a, just fun to do it. I think one of my favorite things I ever saw Ken watch, like watching Ken watch Jam Master J live. Oh my Scratching. God. It's yeah. like watching a little kid looking at Santa Claus was watching oh, Ken man. watching Jam Master J oh, yeah. front, yeah. front and center legend at the Absolute show. Absolute legend. Yeah. Yeah. I got to touch the Adidas. You did. Yeah. That's right. Oh, at a concert, right? Yeah, yeah. This was at First Avenue. Wow. Yeah, that was cool. I remember that story. <laughs> yeah, it was like, a, it's interesting, Tom, because uh, I, I give credit to Ken a lot for me developing the way that I did, not just as a, a professional DJ slash MC, but just understanding the business. And I, I mentioned this earlier when we were first starting the show about being a professional disc jockey. Because there's a lot of knuckleheads out there that think they're DJs. Oh, yeah. And and it takes a lot more than playing music to be Absolutely. a DJ. Absolutely. There's so much nuance that goes into 
as you know, as I learned so much from you about um, promoting the club and promoting the people that work in the venue with you, the mm-hmm. servers and the bartenders yep. and the door person and the yep. beer tub girl, like promote, promote those people in your show. Right. Don't sit up there like you're on the ivory tower nope. and just yeah. play your music like everyone's looking at you like you're the next coming. Right. I never felt that way. Right, you I shouldn't. felt like I was just one of the staff. And mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. Uh, I was just the guy giving everyone permission to get crazy. Right. So, <laughs> so what I've done in the last, you know, probably 20 years of my 30-year career, or 15 of it anyway, is really f- focusing in on the MC part of it yeah. and honing that skill. And I owe almost all of that credit to you, bro. Well, thank you. Because Man, that's... You, you really encouraged me to do that right away. Yep. It was like I was playing at weddings and stuff, but when we were doing gigs or like when I'd work with Kyle, you'd always say, here, man, take the mic. Yep. Get this, out there. This is your jam. Like, this is your lane, that kind of thing. Right, right. And so I just kind of focused on that. And it obviously it's done a lot for me, not just in the way that we've done so many events, but like the benefits and the charitable functions and like right. the radio you know, mm-hmm. um, voiceover stuff I've done and like even like the TV promotional spot stuff I've done, like all those things I yeah. owe to you, man. Oh, thank and, you. And you helping me to kind of round out that part <laughs> of my, thank you, you know, my DJ career. And I'm, yep. I'm sitting here right now doing this. Yeah. Awesome. It's, you know, it's voice, is, right? Is kind of yeah. my thing. So yeah. Kenny, cool, Kenny knows how it works. Kenny gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Elevate other people. You're right. Right. It all comes back. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And that's the way it works, whether you're a Christian, whatever, whatever, right. whatever business you're in. Right. Elevate your peers or you elevate bet. your people. Help them out. Help them climb the ladder. Yep. And then when yep. you need it, they're there for you. Or yep. It just it's kind of like karma goes around, comes around. Yep. You got two of us here that you did that for. Oh, thanks, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, you're being humble, man. Here we go. Here's the trio right here. Oh. Yeah, that was another decade ago. Yeah, that at was least. at a North Gone South show. North Gone South. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. System of a Down t-shirt. Strapping young man. That's killer, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Stud. I know. Look at the jawline. Yeah. Nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well played, sir. Well played. Yeah. So we... um. Uh, I mean, Kyle said it already, but so many other DJs, we just really owe a lot to you. I know Teddy, Teddy and I have Teddy talked. Teddy P. Yeah, and Teddy's. Teddy's a beast. That dude's amazing. Oh, my God. He's he, getting booked all he's, over the place. He's way, yeah, he has gone way past. But you still, you're not going to take credit for it, but I'm going to toot your horn for you, bro, because he still, to this day, says, Ken is the one that helped me learn the business and cut my teeth and show me the ropes and give me the tools, and then I just took those tools yeah. and practiced with them. Yep. You cool. know, so you yeah. literally are like, you're like OG Godfather <laughs> DJ royalty. Yoda. You are seriously. I'll be the Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> DJ Yoda. He's not flex anymore. Now he's DJ Yoda. <laughs> right. <laughs> My cane. So <laughs> DJ Molotov. <laughs> Just want you to be proud, man. Because, Thank you. You know, you're That's very kind of you. You, you. People talk about like the Bill Walsh football tree and Belichick <laughs> and all these other people that came out of that. Right. Yep. That's you, bro. Like, yeah. All these people that that trained under you between Teddy and Steve and Kyle and I and like the you know the extensions of what we did and the people right. that we helped yep. along the way. You have this like huge tree of successful DJs and MCs under you, man. And I just want you to know that your legacy is strong. Well, thank you. That's yeah, man. Very kind of you to say. Yeah, man. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> well, we do got to bring this thing in for a landing, though. All right. As much fun as it's been, we got to bring the plane in. All right. So I think we're both going to get emotional. <laughs> Getting drunk on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so, but before we go, I want you to uh, let the crowd know where they can, our, our listening or viewing audience, know where they can find you, find oh, Twin sure. City Sound. Yeah, yeah. Right now I'm uh, downtown Anoka yep. at the Wheelhouse, and I'm doing every Friday and Saturday night there. If you want to get crazy, it gets crazy. Um, especially after 1030. So if you want to get your request played, get there before 1030. You taking yeah. notes, Tom? <laughs> Am I taking notes? <laughs> before 1030. Can you throw me a crayon? <laughs> so, yeah. How about it, online, man? Where can they find you online? Oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah. Uh, Facebook, Ken Novak. I, I, I don't do I don't do a whole bunch of stuff. Is it TwinCitySound.com? TwinCitySound, uh, the best mix in town. That's that's up there as well. So and I'll I'll post on both. Yeah, fantastic. So <laughs> check him out, folks, and uh, you won't be disappointed with um, not only the the products that they have to offer. Here we go. Oh, isn't that sweet? Shout out for Better you. Take a picture Thank of you. that. That's yeah. pretty cool. We will definitely do that. No kidding, man. Yeah, so check him out online on social media, um, both um, under Ken Novak and obviously under the Twin City Sound um, label as well for all their stuff. And for bookings, you can go to that Twin City Sound page, and they'll, they'll get you squared away, whether you're looking for the DJ or you're looking for the photo booth, you're looking for the uh, green screen, or you want a package. I assume you offer package deals. Absolutely. And, okay. and a discount on that prep, on that package. So. There you go, folks. Right? So <laughs> give them a holler. They'll take care of you. And uh, obviously with Boots and Backstraps, it's Boots and Backstraps at Gmail, or sorry, Boots and Backstraps podcast at gmail.com with all your questions, comments, and snide remarks. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's been an absolute, yep. absolute treat to have you in here tonight, my man. Thank you, Shane. Thank yeah. you, Tom. Yeah, Kenny, man. it's Greatly been great having you here. It's Thank great you. to reconnect with you. I know it. Thank you. You're a good man. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And a better DJ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> TK. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Um, whether you're belting out your favorite country song or pursuing your favorite game animal, I encourage you to use that same passion to pursue the Lord. He'll teach you to shoot straight. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Come on now. Honey's on looking for backstraps way deep in the woods. Tracking in a swamp to a hayfield under the harvest moon. When the tags are filled, it's time to switch up our boots. Head down to the honky tonk, get us a swing dance or two. We're talking about boots and backstraps. <laughs>